Isaiah 43. When I, I come to church on New Year's Day because I seek God and I want to know, hear from heaven, and, uh, and I believe I did, and it's good. There's a lot of negative things going on, but I, I believe God has some good things for us this year. And this is the scripture in Isaiah chapter 43 and verse 19. So I'll introduce this to you today, and I might have to, to go and continue next week. But this is the scripture. It says in verse 18 of chapter 43, do not remember the former things. How many of you are good at remembering former things? Former things that have happened in the past. Nor consider the things of old. Verse 19, behold, and I like these two words, I will. This isn't our will. This is the Father's will. I will do a what? New thing. Say, I will do a new thing. Now, if God said he's going to do a new thing, he'll do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will, there's those two words again, even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. What's he mean? Well, if it's impossible with men, it's possible with God. No matter how difficult the circumstances, no matter how many mountains you're facing, if God says, I will do something, he will do it. And that's what I want you to see is God wants to do a new thing in your life. God wants to do a new thing in your household. God wants to do a new thing at Harvest Church. Now, that's a promise, and I, I, I've loved that scripture. But, but when I was praying New Year's Day, that is what the word, the new, the new, new thing. But if God's going to do a new thing, it's going to require of you and me to forget some things. Because many people, all of us do, we're all guilty of it. We do things because we've always done them that way. And we get in a rut, and that's where we want to stay. But God wants us to do a new thing, and that requires you and I to do some things. Now, God says he'll do some things, but he expects us to do some things. Now, one of the things that, you know, I believe for this new year is, is found in, in Psalm 92. Let me just read it to you just for the sake of time. It says, David says, I've been anointed with fresh oil. Boy, if there's any time in the history of the church that we need fresh oil, it's today. I've been to meetings years ago. Ed Dufresne used to have, they called them fresh oil conferences. I believe there's fresh oil for you. There's fresh oil for your family. There's fresh oil for this church. It's time for fresh. It's time for new. Now, fresh in the Hebrew, it means flourishing. It means to be happy and cheerful. I think there's a lot of sad Christians today. There's a lot of worried Christians about the future. 
It means to be happy, cheerful, bright, prosperous. It implies a refreshment. It implies an in-strengthening. I need to be strengthened in the inner man. You need to be strengthened in the inner man. Also, this word, and I thought this was interesting, there's an association with hospitality. Hospitality. So that's what that word fresh means. You know, I believe no matter what's going on today in the world, we can still as Christians be happy. We can be cheerful. We can experience new. We can experience God's prosperity. We can be restored. We can be refreshed. We can be strengthened on the inside. So I believe, you know, I really believe that God wants to pour out his spirit upon the church in these last days. But it's going to require you and I praying and crying out to God and then walking in our marching orders. Acts 10.38, it says, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. So why are we anointed to minister to others? Yeah, we can partake of that anointing, but the anointing is there for service and ministry. That's one thing. I, it just clicked when we talked about doing this thing in, in February, and part of me I was a little overwhelmed. And, and uh, I'm first thing, my, my pastoral mind thought is, will the people hook up and will the people get involved? Will the people roll up their sleeves? Will the people do their part? Because if they don't, it won't happen. But the more we talked about it, I just knew in my heart, what a wonderful thing to do. It's an opportunity to to serve our community. It's an opportunity to minister others. That's why Jesus of Nazareth was anointed with the Holy Ghost and with power, and he went about doing good. And so this year, it's a time of doing good. This year, it's a time of ministering and reaching out to others. Amen? I firmly believe that. Look at uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 16. I appreciate your sensitivity and worship today and... and, uh, consecration because that's that is the way to start the year out so everyone say fresh oil everyone say new thing thank you who was that so pure and so right on new thing first corinthians 16 9 if god's going to anoint us with fresh oil there's there's a reason for it as I said, it's for ministry and for service. And, and Paul said in, in chapter 16 of 1 Corinthians in verse 9, it says, For a great and effective door has opened to me. That's good. A great and effective door has opened to me. I believe God wants to open up a new door. Everyone say new door. Yes, an effective door, but a new door of opportunity to minister, to reach out to others. 
Everyone say opportunities. I believe God wants to expand our sphere of influence in our community. And everyone said, oh, me. And everyone said, amen. Look at Isaiah 54. Isaiah 54. In verse 2, it says, Enlarge the place of your tent and let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Do not spare. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your, your stakes. For you shall what? Expand to the right and to the left, and your descendants will inherit the nations and make the desolate cities inhabited. I'm talking about expansion. I'm talking about new doors that are opening. And we need to pray. One thing we need to pray is open our eyes as a body. Open our eyes as a church and our community to see the new doors that are opening. Now, I'm, I'm going to go one more and then we're, we'll quit. And we'll, we'll continue. For God to pour out his spirit and for us to cry out for fresh oil and for God to open up new doors and for God to give us opportunities to reach out to others, it's going to require, God will do his part. He said he would, I will. But there are some things that you and I are going to have to do to cooperate with the God that's going to pour out the fresh oil. And the one thing is we're going to need a new mindset. A new mindset. Everyone say new thoughts. A new, what are, what are you talking about? I'm talking about the way you think. It, is it just me? Maybe it's just me. But have you had some weird thoughts? Don't look at me like, it's just you, Pastor. I mean, have you noticed spiritual warfare? Because that's where the battle takes place. How many of you have had to deal with thoughts in your mind that have created confusion and discouragement and frustration? Why? That's the battlefield. It's the mind. And if you continue to dwell on the negative, you'll experience the negative. I've got, I'll be honest with you, I've got to change some the ways I think. I'm not just saying, you need to change the way you think. I need to change the way I think. What do you mean, how are you going to change the way you think? We're going to have to change the way you think towards God. How do you view God? God is gracious, full of compassion, slow to anger, great mercy. The Lord is good to all, and his tender mercy is over all his works. That's a good way to think about God. The thoughts that I think towards you are thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope and expected end. That's God. I will pour my spirit upon all flesh. I will bless you. I will bless your seed. I will bless your seed seed. So you've got to hook up and renew your mind to the word of God more than ever before in this new year. Are you listening to me? You're going to have to get the word of God. No longer can you go a day or two or three without the word. It's like people that have to take medication to survive to live. 
you're going to, and I'm going to have to change the way I view my thought of God. He's a good God. He's a wonderful God. He loves the world. He loves the sinner. And so God loves the sinner, and that's the way he is. His kids should think the same way. They should love the sinner. They should have a desire to reach out to people that are in need if they truly love God. So we're going to have to change the way we think. We're going to have to think God thoughts. We're going to look at Colossians 3. We're going to have to think God thoughts. We're going to have to think about his word. We're going to have to meditate on his word more than ever. Because I'll tell you what, the devil's out to steal your peace. He's out to steal your joy. He's out to steal your goods. He's out to disrupt your household and your life. And we're going to have to be in the word, feed on the word. We're going to have to declare and decree the word. So we have to have a new mindset. In Colossians 3 and verse 1, it says this, If you then were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. We're talking about seeking. We're not going to quit talking about seeking. Seek those things that are above. Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth, for you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Look at verse 10. It says, says, do not lie, verse 9, to one another, since you put off the old man with his deeds, and have put on the new man. How many of you put on the new man? We're new creatures in Christ. Put on the new man who's renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him. Look at Philippians chapter 3. Philippians chapter 3. Paul says, brethren, in verse 13, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, one thing I do, one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching toward those things that are ahead. I can't stress it enough. Some of us have to forget those things that are behind. Some of us are going to have to, we have to have a new mindset about God. We're going to have to forget some some things about that maybe have happened to us. Do I, I've got plenty of things I can tell you that happened to me. I'm a pastor. I've had a lot of things happen to me through the years. I've had to forget what people have done to me and my family. I've had to make a conscious effort to forget and to forgive and to move on. And that's what you're going to have to do is forget and forgive and move on. You're going to have to have a new mindset about God, you're going to have to have a new mindset about others. What are you thinking about about other people? The worst? Maybe someone done you wrong, honey. Maybe they did. Well, joy, just get in line. Because everybody here has been done wrong. 
Everyone here, somebody said something, done something, offended you, gone out of their way to upset you and make life miserable for you. You're going to have to forget those things that are behind if you're going to do anything for God in 2016. But pastor, you don't know. There's your problem right there, but forget about it. Forget about it. And every time the devil helps you, reminds you of that individual and what they've done or what they haven't done, say, listen, it's taken care of. I've forgiven that individual. Forgiveness, forgiveness has nothing to do with feelings. It's by faith. And I've had to forget. And God's put a compassion in, in my heart. That's all that's there anymore is compassion and a love for people. You're going to have to do some things because you've got some people like that in your life. Might be your own kids. Might be your grandkids. I don't know. So you have to have a new mindset about God, a new mindset about others. And finally, to end this, you're going to have to, you're going to, have, to have a new mindset about you. God, others, and you. How do you think about you? Well, I'm just an old sinner. Guess what, then? You're just an old sinner if that's all you're going to think about. You're going to have to, and I'm going to have to, we're going to have to throw our shoulders back and know who we are. We're children of the Most High God. We're the seed of Abraham. The blessing of the Lord is upon us. We've been blessed so that we can be a blessing. You're going to have to have a new mindset about how you, what you think about yourself. It took me a long time when I moved to this city. Many, 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 many years ago, I had a hard time really thinking about being a pastor and being a leader and called to do this and called to do that. And it took a while, but I had to renew my mind. I had to spend time in fellowship with God. And it finally, it's birthed within me. So a new mindset about who? God, new mindset about who? Others. New mindset about who? Yourself. Let's, let's stop there and we'll go on. Let's stand to our feet today.